Welcome to another episode of Sex on Shuffle. I am your host, Cindy Lee, your succulent sexologist, here with a couple of truths around consent. What inspired me to talk about this is a clip I saw of Amber Rose talking about the conversation she has with her young son, Sebastian, who's what, like six or seven. And I just saw that clip. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have a conversation around, you know, talking to young people, talking to your kids around sex and sexuality. And I absolutely am down to do that for another episode, because this is also a teachable moment of how context matters. Because when I went to go see the Red Table Talk that Amber Rose was a part of, it was a lot deeper than the clip that I saw. It was a whole episode around consent. And yes, I have, there's glows and grows around the episode. It made me want to talk about consent here. So let's talk a little bit about consent. So yes, on the, in that episode, for example, it talks about uh, consent being enthusiastic. Very true. Consent can be enthusiastic. There's also layers to consent depending on like whether or not you have a relationship with your partner um and have like that understanding and have communicated what consent might look like if it's not enthusiastic but you're still down an example would be like nonverbal signs of consent you know understanding you are you know you know your partner you've discussed this you've communicated and maybe you know The body language is the invitation or, you know, pulling someone closer or smiling or being responsive to touches versus someone who is avoiding eye contact, staying still in a sexual encounter or shaky, right? Because a lot of stories that I've heard and shit that I've experienced myself have to do with that pressure or that coercion or that manipulation or the guilt tripping around fucking with somebody in whatever capacity and how that is not consent. Let's be clear about that. Like that's an absolute truth. If you got to manipulate, you got to be somebody headed for it, then tends to be a breeding ground for harm and doing fucked up shit. So let's, let's not do that. And instead let's talk about what it looks like to have conversations around sex and sexuality that are rooted in respect and body autonomy and mutual fucking desire. Because a lot of times when we talk about consent, we're not talking about how clear we have to communicate different things and consent has to happen constantly in in different ways it has to happen before sex throughout sex even after sex you and your partner may not even have the same idea or definition of sex at any point in time and i blame shame and guilt and all of that right we should be able to talk about things you know and be uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable or, you know, new relationship energy, right? That can be awkward, but sometimes awkward is 
can be cute and playful and sex can be cute and playful or funny, right? These are all woven together. Consent is much more than a yes or a no. And that's why consent is a negotiation. Consent is having specific, ongoing, clear, green for go. A suggestion that I give folks that I noticed something similar showed up on the Red Table Talk episode is a yes, no, maybe list. I feel like Red Table Talk called it something else and I like the name. What was it? Mm. Oh, shout out to Michelle Hope, another sexuality colleague of mine called it I want, I will, I won't list. But a yes, no, maybe list is an opportunity to discuss with your partner or partners the type of shit that you're into the type of shit that you're willing to try and the type of shit that's, you know, a deal breaker. Like I'm good pineapples. That's not on my list. That's not available. And it gives the opportunity to figure out, or it gives the opportunity to get clear with one another, what ongoing consent looks like. If, you know, it's a relationship where you trust one another and you want to say, you know, we can have continual consent in these aspects, right? An example of that would be, you know, a safe word. If you incorporate kink or something in the kink spectrum in that way, you know, check-ins, even in the midst of sex, are hella helpful. And it doesn't have to be awkward. I'm here for awkward. I like awkward because awkward shows like a vulnerability of being like, you know what, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to do this for the betterment of whatever situation it is. But I understand. I understand that folks are uncomfortable. Another truth is that it could be withdrawn at any time, no matter what. I can say I'm going to come to your crib. Still, that doesn't mean you get an ass unless I want to. And unless you want to, too. I could be naked. I could be in the midst of sex. There was a, a short film, I feel it was, or a documentary. I think it was called The Line that I used to see at certain conferences. I might have showed it to a class or two. I don't remember, but it was... A documentary about this one particular person who was a survivor of a sexual assault and how she wasn't seen as a survivor because it wasn't that typical, um, let me not say typical, it wasn't that stereotypical, you know, stranger rape, right? It was someone who she consensually was having sex with and then they non-consensually, I don't want to spoil it, but like there was lack of consent happening during the sexual behavior and how that can feel complicated for folks. And there's plenty of folks that I've taught or that have shared stories with me who were like, I didn't know that it wasn't a consent thing there or held a lot of the blame and shame around being a survivor of a sexual assault because feeling like they were responsible for putting themselves in that predicament which is why we need to have fucking conversations about consent from the beginning right you can have conversations with young people as young as sebastian right as young as bash amber rose's son and it doesn't necessarily have to be overt conversations about sexual behaviors we can start having conversations about consent that encourage body autonomy from young if you are still telling young people that they have to hug somebody or they have to hug you or forcing them to do it. Even if the intention is, I just want to love the shit out of this cute fucking kid. Some, you know, the message could also be that they don't have a say in what 
happens to their body. And we already have instances in our society that show that our fucking body autonomy is impacted, especially for black and brown folks. That shit happens as soon as they get into public schools. So how can we encourage and uplift and affirm and show up for our young people to be able to feel, you know, to be able to stand in their power and say with clarity that they don't want to do something or they do want to do something in terms of people touching them, in terms of who gets access to their bodies. There are no stipulations around consent unless it's something that was discussed, right? Like if we're talking about scenes, you know, that's, we could talk about that in another episode, but I'm talking about in all instances, there are ways that we can be clear around our truths around consent. What's something else that shows up for me? And consent violations can happen in any kind of relationship. It could be a long-term, it could be marriage. Sometimes people have this belief, you know, maybe it has to do with their culture or their values around their family systems, that if you're married, you really can't say no. And it's kind of steeped in that historical, it's kind of steeped in those beliefs from back in the day, or at least in my experience of the history of marriage in this country, where we're talking about cisgender folks, we're only talking about heterosexual folks, and we're talking about being seen as a possession rather than a partnership. That's all I'm going to say about consent for right now, because I feel like I can keep going. How about you send me a question or let me know what you think about what I've shared in this episode? If you want to send me a scenario where you want some advice or want a question answered, please email me at sexonshuffle at gmail or contact me through my website, cindyleealves.com. Please indicate if you want to be kept anonymous because I will honor that. That's super important to me. And yeah, until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. Be great. Take care of yourself. Shimmies. Thank you.